before. But I really want you, what the words that have gone out today, I really want you guys to like, like you can join in with us at the end of this song. Like some of us are gonna be in the aisles, then we're gonna have kids up here. And I want you guys to just not be ashamed, get up and dance with us. Like that's, that's what I'm calling you guys to come out and just declare that you are children of God. But I was like thinking about this and like just really thinking about no longer a slave to fear. And I wanted to share a little bit about my mother-in-law. She's here today, Betty. And um, so she was diagnosed with breast cancer a month ago. And we had just been praying and it's, you know, just can try and bring in that fear, like the enemies try to bring in that fear. But like she has declared the whole time, like she's not been afraid. And she's been at peace. And it's just been awesome. And like she's just, yeah. <laughs> So on March 20th, not March, May 20th, we found out it's only stage one, praise the Lord. And um, I mean, she has to have surgery. We're declaring that they're not going to find anything. So just keep praying for her and she's going to have to go through radiation. But we are praying that, that she's not going to have to go through that. But I think the thing that's really just blessed me and inspired me is that she is not feared. Like she has stepped out, like she has a voice, like she has stepped out of her comfort zone. Like, it is not her. She's a quiet little person, keeps to herself. And she's, like, going and praying for people, like in Target or where she works. Like, people that are, are hurting, she's praying for them. And it's just been amazing to see. And so, anyways, just wanted to share that. Can you say hallelujah? Hallelujah. First time that I was around when they were doing that dance, Shalene was in the middle and she said, no longer, and she laid hands on me. And there was something that transpired in her dance was, was healing. Don't you appreciate these young men and women? Come on, let's hear it for them. Come on. If you ever need to be ignited or inspired or you need that fan within you to be tended, you should come here between 4 and 5.30. Is it or 6? Runs to 6. 4 to 6 on Tuesdays. You could hold a child and be ignited. You could dance with them. I mean, it's church. It is church on Tuesdays at 4 o'clock, and I so appreciate uh, Stephanie and Michelle and their leadership for families, not just for children, but for families, all different ages. Amen? Amen. I'm very excited today um, because we told you last week, Craig Westoff said, hey, can I come for this class is out in Jose? And I think Rick made a deal with them. He said, well, you can come to the class as long as you share on Sunday morning. And it looks like that he... Uh, he agreed to the deal. Hallelujah. Now, I will tell you that I know Craig looks different today. He's been liberated. <laughs> he, I know he doesn't look like he's old enough to retire, but he got, he got re-fired. Maybe yeah, that's what it like is. That. And the Lord spoke to him, and as their two sons have uh, matured, and they're maturing. We, I learned on Thursday, we were Wednesday. They were, they're still maturing, right? They are young men. And maturing. 23 and 21 soon. Uh -huh. soon. <laughs> wow. But Craig, uh, the Lord told Craig that he needed to uh, step away from K-Love, you know, right when I figured out how to listen online. <laughs> <laughs> I think I caught him in his last week, but... Stepped away from Caleb uh, in that season, and he and Chris are full-time together sharing the gospel. And if you, if you don't, haven't seen them um, online, they moved to Tulsa, Oklahoma. And um, what full-time means, I thought it was funny, they did a video about, well, what is your, when you're giving to Akua Missions, what are you giving to? And they said it just right out. They said, well, you're giving to our light bill. Because we're the people of yeah. Akua Missions. Yeah. And you're also sending us out on the mission field to uh, brothers and sisters over in the Middle East. And I said you're also giving to uh, allow us to buy chunky peanut butter. Oh, that's right. <laughs> chunky peanut butter and feed the dog. 
the dog is dead. Oh. <laughs> that was part of the video, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. My wife said the kids are out of the house, the dog is dead, and we're free. <laughs> well, they're liberated. Yeah, they're not liberated. free. Yeah, they yeah, yeah, true. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Lord, thanks that you live inside of Craig. Lord, thank you that as he shares today that he's transformed. Lord, as the word comes out of his mouth, the Spirit of God breathes upon us. Nor that fire that I was praying about before, that the team was encouraging us to embrace, Lord, that the wind of the Spirit, as Craig speaks, blows upon us in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Jesus is just so amazing. He's just so real. I love you, Jesus. I love you. I love you. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your love. I have 37 messages I'm going to give today. <laughs> well, my heart was just full of stuff, and then finally during worship, I'm like, God, what is, what is it? And he said, dude, let's just talk about Jesus. There's no greater subject. Amen? <clears throat> yeah, it was crazy. You know, I want to encourage you, those of you who you have dreams and desires and God using you in whatever form or fashion, you know. Be encouraged that his timing is perfect. Because this move that my wife and I made just three weeks ago was prophesied 21 years ago. 21 years ago. And I was doing mornings on a national network with 20 million listeners a week, making six figures. And now I have no salary, but I have Jesus. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Oh my goodness, that is so stupid up here, but awesome right here. <laughs> oh man, when dad says, hey, let's go over here, you just say, okay, pops. Okay, dad. Abba. Amen. Man, he's so good. And were there scary things along the way? Yeah, the enemy hits when you step out in faith. A month before we were to move, I got a call from the IRS that said, your nonprofit status has been removed, revoked. Made no sense. Didn't make any sense at all. That's scary. It's like, what? but I, I'm going into this ministry that's supposed to be nonprofit. What do you mean it's gone? And I had all the documentation to prove that we were legit, have been legit for years. But all of a sudden, the IRS said, you're done. So weird, just like the enemy, isn't it? Talking to our lawyer, oh, it'll take two years to remedy. Two years? Long story short, last Saturday, I get a call from our tax advocate, Mrs. Saunders, who's a believer. We were praising God on the phone. Man, that's awesome when you're praising God with an IRS tax agent thing. Man, that's just like, whoa, this is cool. Because the other guy hated me. But she said, I don't work on Saturdays. I'm in the office. No one is here. It's just me. I just felt compelled to come in and call you and tell you that your nonprofit status has been brought back to you. It was a complete misunderstanding and a mistake. The day before, the day before, my wife Christine and I were praying, God, expedite this. Move it. Expunge it. Get rid of it, Lord. Come on. It took one month from, from, from the beginning of the process. took one month instead of two years. Isn't that God? Isn't that beautiful, man? Praise God. What's your name? Kenzie. Father, I thank you for the dignity. Would you stand up, please? <laughs> dignity, dignity, dignity is the word that I've seen over you. I thank you for the dignity, Heavenly Father. And there's a word over you that says... Uh, he gives the righteous the desire of their heart. That's it. 
<laughs> he gives the righteous the desire of their hearts. So, Lord, we thank you, Holy Spirit, for resting on her. And he wants you to know the desire of your heart will be given. And the enemy's been trying to talk you out of it. And that's not the case. We shut the mouth of that lying spirit. You will receive what you have been desiring because you are full of the dignity of the bride of Christ. You are full of the dignity of the holiness of God. And we bless that in Jesus' name. Amen? Does that make sense? Amen. Sorry, we're just following the leading of the Spirit. Cool? Is that cool? It's, fun. it's interesting. I didn't know during prayer and worship, uh, I mean, the first round and back down there, the very loud round, which was awesome, I felt like the Lord said, I want to bless. The Lord wants to bless babies in the womb. And I didn't know, Michelle, you're pregnant. Who else is pregnant? You are? And you are? Any guys? Because that'd be a miracle. <laughs> Lord, what do you... Okay, would you stand up, you, you pregnant ones, and your, your husbands, if they're here, please. And everybody else, just gather around him, man. Gather around him. And I feel compelled to just run from each to one. It's not me, it's Jesus. It's all, it's all the Holy Spirit. But yeah, put your hand on that. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> yes, God, these babies, Heavenly Father, we ask that you would slather them with the oil of gladness, Lord. <laughs> just as Jesus was covered in the oil of gladness far above any other man, any other human being, God. We speak ridiculous oil of gladness and anointing, Heavenly Father. We thank you, Father God, that these children will have eyes and hearts only for you, Heavenly Father, that their hearts will be consumed by you even while in the womb, Heavenly Father. These are your children, God. We speak life and divine life. Put your hand on her belly there. You're the husband, right? Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> and we speak life, Heavenly Father. And we said all, all of a sudden here is like a lot of song, a lot of singing. I don't know if you do that. Do you sing a lot? Well, you're going to be singing. Father, we thank you for singing, Heavenly Father. Thank you for, yeah, new songs coming out of this baby, Heavenly Father. Songs of deliverance, songs of holiness, songs of life and freedom, God. We lift up these kids to you. They are a reward from you, God. And we say thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, because your glory passes on to higher levels from one generation to the next. And we thank you. May they be, God, filled with your glory far beyond we are right now, Heavenly Father. They May they surpass and experience and may they live from the heavenly places while here on earth and we speak this father we pray it in jesus name amen amen praise god <laughs> amen thank you lord you're so good jesus we love you we love you jesus, we love you psalm 84 11 is, it, is this okay that we're just feasting on Christ? <laughs> Who's going to say no, right? <laughs> That's like when you're at a rock concert, say, are you ready to rock? No. <laughs> Come up with another question, man. Psalm 8411 says, the Lord is a son, S-U-N and shield. The Lord gives grace and glory. And I feel like the Lord was whispering as I've been praying for you. There's some here, I think a number here, who feel like you haven't come into the sun in a while. The S-U-N. He doesn't say he's the sun. He's a sun, far above the sun we're familiar with. He's really the only one and only sun. The Lord Jesus is a son. What does that mean to you and me? Do you realize that means that you and I have his warmth, his life-giving power, his sustainability, his fire in us. The word says, 
Let those who love him be like the rising of the sun in its might. Do you realize that everywhere you walk, it doesn't matter where you go, you carry the power of the sun, Jesus Christ. You carry his light, his flames. What are those called? Solar flare. Flares? Are they called flares? I mean, some of them are stretch out like 10,000 miles or feet or whatever. Mm, feet. But picture you as you go, wherever you go. These flares are just burning up people. The Lord is a sun. And in this sun, when you step into this sun, you're also shielded. The Lord is a sun and shield. He shields you with his warmth. He shields you with his light. Because when you're in light, there is no darkness. <laughs> there can't be. And you might be thinking, but I've, experiencing, I've been experiencing darkness. Hey, man, I've been there for 10 years. Clinical depression, almost submitted to a psych ward. I have scars on my arm from slashing myself. I was so miserable and demonically oppressed. I understand that, but you know what? The sun was still there. Even though there's clouds and the sun is blocked, the sun is still there. If that sun were to go, there'd be death. Guess what? You might be experiencing darkness, but you're still alive. You know why? It's because of the sun. You are standing on the sun. You are in the sun, and the sun is in you. <laughs> Amen? Amen, man. That's you. What's your name? Yeah. Marty? Man. Father, I thank you for revealing to her, yeah, your glory. She's been praying, God, there must be more. I know there's more, God. This cannot be it. He wants you to know there is more. And the, the sun is there's coming a flare your way, a solar flare from Jesus, the sun, and the Son of God just for you. And you're going to know it. You're going to sense it. You're going to see it. You're going to feel it. It's him. And with that, you're going to go out because you are a minister of compassion. You are a minister of reconciliation. You bring hope to the lost. And sometimes there's been something that says, oh, my words don't matter. My actions don't matter. Yes, they do. You are so full of his glory. We bless that on her, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen? Does that make sense? Amen. Isn't the Holy Spirit awesome? So he is a son. See, let's, let's, let's practice here. Pay attention. We're seated with Christ in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Just think you're joined. Those of you who belong to Christ, you're joined with him. Jesus said, he who is joined with me is one spirit with me. Really, it means he who is joined with, with me is one breath with me. So we get to breathe with Jesus. When we look away from him, we're breathing on our own, and then we start sucking wind, right? But now we, as, as fast as we detach, we reattach, and it's like, oh, we start to breathe. So there we are, and we say, Jesus, you are our son. And we thank you for your warmth right now. Holy Spirit, thank you. <laughs> thank you for your warmth. Oh, now some of you, thank you for enlightening. Thank you for enlightenment right now, in Jesus' name. Enlightenment on you right now. In your head, uh, the, spirit, the spirit of your mind is being renewed right now, ma'am. Yes, you with the long blonde hair. Thank you, God. There's enlightenment. I thank you. You've been longing for enlightenment. Uh, uh, enlighten the eyes of my heart that I may know the hope of his calling, the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. And what is the surpassing greatness of his power towards you who believe, Father? We thank you, God, for enlightenment in Jesus' name. Thank you for that enlightenment, Heavenly Father. Thank you for the artistic gift you've given her, Heavenly Father. Thank you, God. I feel like he says you don't have to sell yourself short anymore. Thank you for enlightenment and the knowledge of who you are as a daughter of God. The king's daughter is glorious within. The king's daughter, this king's daughter is glorious within. In Jesus' name, there's enlightenment right now. More Holy Spirit, we thank you. Thank you, Lord. Yes, and there's the warmth. <laughs> Amen? That's the Lord Jesus, the, your son. 
S-U-N. Thank you, Lord. And the sun and the heat purifies and cleanses. Amen? And that which cannot stand in the heat is removed. Praise God. <sighs> Jesus, we love you. You're so awesome, Jesus. You're so freaking awesome, man. He's so crazy. Madame Guyon, I think it was Madame Guyon or maybe Julianne of Norwich called him the divine madman. <laughs> I mean, he was so crazy, you know, every time he reclined at the table, you look in the scriptures and it says, and he was reclined at the table, right? And he would say the craziest things when they were reclined. I mean, here they are feasting and drinking and having a blast. And then he would rebuke Simon the Pharisee for, hey, man, you're picking on this woman who anointed me. You, I came into your home. You didn't even wash my feet. You didn't even greet me. How, what an, a rude guest. <laughs> I mean, dude, you know? And then the disciples are reclined, and they're just hanging out. Jesus is resurrected. He shows up, and what does he do? He rebukes them. He says, why aren't you guys, paraphrasing, why, do, why aren't you guys believing the reports from the women that I'm alive? I'm awake, man, wake up. He shows up and rebukes him. And I love how the women were the apostles to the apostles. What you think about that? <laughs> Isn't that fun? Women saw him. They come running to the guys. They're like, yeah, whatever. I just think that's kind of fun. And all the other times, man, you know, there they are, reclined at the table. And he rebukes Judas and, you know, hey, she's dumping this oil on you. He said, man, the poor you'll always have with you. And then he tells the Pharisees he's hanging out. He's eating with a, a sinner, a tax collector, reclined at the table. And the Pharisees can't imagine. Well, I can't believe he's eating with you. Unbelievable. And he calls them out. He says, you, you're fools. And he starts to compassionately rail on them to the point where when he leaves, they want to kill him. What a dinner guest. Isn't that crazy? But you know why he does that? Because he loves us. And he reveals that truth. His discipline is a mark of sonship and daughtership. And actually... In Hebrews 10, 12, some, or 12, somewhere around there in the Aramaic translation, it says, be encouraged when God the Father disciplines you. It's so that you may partake of his set-apart spirit. Some of us have been crying out, all of us, for more of his spirit, yes? I just want you to know, if you're being disciplined, he, that's, he's answering your prayer. <laughs> he's answering your prayer God I want more and he's saying I, hey man he did this to me just a few months ago he's like hey Craig oh here we are we're reclined I'm hanging out with Jesus and I just know he's going to say something he says dude you know you can be ego delusional sometimes I'm like but here's the thing you can't Deny that when Jesus is staring right at you. <laughs> the sun is shining in your face, and you're like, okay, you're right. I'm just being real. Sometimes I want to be all that in a bag of chips. I want to hover. I want to levitate everywhere I go. And I want to, people to film it, put it on Facebook, and let it go viral. That's my ego. <laughs> Anybody relate? But I th I'm so thankful he did that. Because then I was able to let go. I'm like, Jesus, you're right. You're right. I, I sometimes just want to promote myself. Self, self, self. <laughs> I just want to promote you. I just want to promote you. Is there a crystal here? A lady, a person named Crystal? I just heard the word crystal. Yeah. No? Okay. 
What? Where is she? Oh. Let me tell you something about crystals then. It's called the Cave of Crystals in northern Mexico. Anybody ever been? Inside this cave of crystals are crystals that are 13 feet in diameter. 36 feet long and weigh 55 tons. That's one crystal. That's one. And up until the year 2000, no one knew it was there. Now, why did God do that? Can you imagine seeing something like that? That's like the stuff of heaven. I'm like, God, that's been there since the year 2000? Why? Why would you create something like that? You know why? It's because he loves doing in secret. And that which is hidden is destined to be discovered. Our goal as we continue in what God is doing on this earth and what's going to happen next Saturday, man, next weekend, I wish I could be here for that conference. That'd be awesome. But what is the ultimate goal? Let your works be done in secret. Let your light shine before men in such a way that they will see what? Not you, but your good works and give glory to God. And so what's happening in us is, what was it say? Jesus said, he who does in secret, he rewards because the Lord sees in secret. And so what's happening in us is the kingdom is being developed in each and every one of you. All these incredible 55-ton, 13-foot diameter, 36-foot-long things of God. And sometimes the temptation is for the enemy to say, hey, man, you need to just start broadcasting this yourself. This is you. This is you. It's like, no, it's Christ in you. And so what you do is you walk around with this unseen crystal, and then all of a sudden someone's going to come spelunking along, <laughs> a caving person, a spelunker, and they're going to come across Joe. They're like, whoa! What is that? And Joe's like, what? He's like, you don't see that? Well, it's in Joe. I, I don't know. It's all in Joe. And he's so enamored on the face of Christ, he doesn't know what's going on. He's not preoccupied by what's being done or what's happening. He's just completely consumed with the face of the sun and shield of Jesus Christ. And all the while, things are being cultivated in him. And so as you and I walk along, people just run into you and like, bam, whoa! And they discover this cave of crystals. <laughs> Amen? Does that make sense? Wow, praise God. Oh, how much time do we have? What, how much time do we have? Oh, okay. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. So check this out. This was so confirmed today. This is Psalm 145 in the Passion Translation. Joe, Tulio, others kept using the word bubbling. The Lord gave me this this morning. Our hearts bubble over as we celebrate the fame of your marvelous beauty, bringing bliss to our hearts. <laughs> Is that just crazy? Is that beautiful? Now listen, I know some of you are kind of staring at me like you are a freak. That's okay. I know I am. But check this out. Here's the deal. Paul told Timothy, the evangelist, the first order he gave Timothy was not to go and do. It was to pray. In the message translation, it says, pray for everyone you know how, every way you know how, pray. That was the first order for Timothy. 
the evangelist, not to just go out and start doing. It was prayer. Prayer activates. It's the quiet, secret work that cultivates these crystals, so to speak, the presence of Jesus. Amen? So that as you're walking along this big, expansive cave, and people discover it inside. And then he told Timothy in the message translation this, live a life of wonder. This is a choice. What do you see right now when you look around all these people? You know what I see? And this is a choice, and this is a practice. But I see glory. Do you realize only Jesus could make this? There is no one else like him on the face of this planet. That's just crazy. And that's just the beginning. He is the manifestation of the glory of God. And he is a temple. And in him, everything says glory. That's one. Here's another one. And another one. And if you have stuff, feel free. <laughs> Amen? So now we walk around like this smiling little munchkin. Here, bring him up real quick, if you don't mind. Can I hold him? Will he freak out? Here, let's see. Oh, wow, look at you. <laughs> see, everything is wonder with a cracker. <laughs> I know, dude. I know, man. Everything is wonderful. Look at this, man. Isn't it just great? Everything is full of wonder and glory. And so we start, we purpose to walk in this wonder. To where now truly, thank you. Boy, he's heavy. <laughs> Good grief. Oh, um, so now ev everything. Hey, the earth is filled with his glory. Everything. It's just our choice. Do you believe it or not? Let's start to live in wonder. Because it freaks out the other people who don't live in wonder, and it attracts them. They want wonder. That's why I did drugs, illicit sex. This why? Because we're designed for wonder. Jesus is the wonder of God. He is the wonder of your life. And we get to walk around and see this, man. There's so much wonder and glory in here. Amen? You sense that? Wow, the Holy Spirit's doing that. He's bathing us in this. Wonder. It's wonder. Yeah. Our hearts bubble over as we celebrate the fame of your marvelous beauty, bringing bliss to our hearts. You know what that means? Reaching a state of perfect happiness typically so as to be oblivious to everything else. <laughs> That's what happens when you get drunk. At least when I did. I don't do that anymore. But now we have true drink. Amen? We don't get drunk on wine. We get filled with the Spirit. Why? Because we're bubbling over and we just, Jesus, we just want you. We just want you, and it goes on. Wow, this is nice. Thank you, Lord. This is our Jesus. You're so kind and tender-hearted to those who don't deserve it. And so very patient with people who fail you. Who feels like you've been failing God? Let's just be bold and raise your hands. See, look, keep them up. Just keep them up. Hey, we've all been there, but just this is a moment. Look at this. Keep them up. That is not God. Keep them up. <laughs> now, everybody else, get around them. Get around them, and we're going to pray. You see this? What does this say? This is the Word of God. You're so, we, so we speak this, and just bless them, and just wipe that spirit off. Holy Spirit, we thank you for your presence. 
We thank you for your presence. We speak this word. Now remember, his angels perform his word in our lives. Do you realize this word is about to be performed in your life? And elsewhere, scripture says he watches over his word to perform it in your life. So Lord, we speak this, that you are so kind and tender-hearted. And we speak the kindness and tender-heartedness of God right now into our brothers and sisters. He is kind and tender-hearted. He loves you. He does not look at you and think, man, you better suck it up. You better get better or you're out. No, that's the enemy. He is kind-hearted, and he speaks tenderly to you. And he is very patient. It says here with people who fail you, but the truth is you have not failed God because the Scripture also says when we are faithless, he is faithful. You cannot fail God. (laughs) He guides you and leads you for his namesake, not your own. He loves you so much you are free. We speak freedom over this spirit of failure, this condemnation. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ, and we loose wonder and exuberance and happiness and intimacy with the Father. We thank you, Father God, that this lie of failure is gone in the name of Jesus Christ. It's gone. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Amen? Amen? Praise God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Those of you who are getting prayed, is there, is there a testimony about, I'm just kind of curious, I normally don't do this, but is there a testimony? Do you have a testimony, ma'am, about what, what was just happening? Do you? You were just being prayed over, right? Yeah. Was anything going on that you want to share? You don't know yet, okay? Anybody? I mean, I know sometimes it's just deep work. What? What do I see? Oh, can you come here? Here, can I do this? Yeah. I don't know why I just did that. <laughs> so I've been in this season where I was asking God recently just um. I had a lot of miscarriage a long time ago. And I, so during worship, I just felt that well, during that silent time that that was just the presence of God stirring over the waters to bring life. And I've been pondering this whole miscarriage and life and God, women that have to go through this. And um, this is a very old story for me, but it was an area that needed to be healed. So, so that, that place where I feel it like I had failed God. I had miscarried these babies. And I was thinking in the spirit about how many times God does try to put stuff in all of us, men and women, and he's trying to bring them out. But something happens, and we don't know exactly what happens, but they die. And there's that spirit of, God, obviously I failed here. And I just felt like that ministered to my heart. But no, it wasn't your failure. It wasn't your failure. Amen. Amen. Father, thank you. We bless the Lord. Thank you, Lord, for laughter too, God. Hey, guys, only God can do that, man. That's amazing. That is awesome. Praise God. You know, uh, the word says, uh, serve the Lord with gladness. Literally means serve the Lord with laughter. The word says, the hope of the righteous is laughter. Psalm 51, restore to me the joy of thy salvation. Joy actually means laughter. When God spoke over Abraham, you're going to have a son, and on him I'll establish my covenant. You're going to call him Isaac. Laughter. Wait a minute, God. On laughter, you're going to establish your covenant? (laughs) That is crazy. Laughter is a weapon. Laughter is your birthright. God sits in the heavens and laughs at the schemes of kings and men. Why? Because it's all done. You you are so free. This isn't isn't fake or anything. This is real. This is a, a, a part of the Holy Spirit. Jesus, as I said earlier, was anointed with the oil of gladness, the oil of laughter far above any other man. And he's in you. <laughs> that is crazy. That is awesome. Thank you, Father God. 
there's some people ministry, some, some, some people I, I, I hung out with over the weekend. Come on, we're going to pray over people. And if you're on a mission, translate that, you're good to go. A little wacky. <laughs> uh, who, just a step of faith here, someone have a right ear thing going on? Um, like your right ear is closed or it feels like there's fluid in it? Anybody? Oh, I'm ambidextrous. <laughs> Who had a left ear? Is it, is it clogged? Oh, okay, cool. I mean, not cool. I mean, <laughs> oh, you're raising your hand? Right, right ear. There it is, okay. And we got a left ear, cool. So we're, we're making a head now. This is awesome. <laughs> Praise God. What? Come here. Ministry team, come on up. And if we could we get a little uh, picking and grinning on the guitar, maybe? That'd be cool. What's your name? Harley. Harley. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Come on up if you don't mind. So we're just going to start. We're just following the leading of the Spirit. Amen? Jesus is here. Yeah. Jesus is here. And I love it. Here's the truth, man. Some of us are feeling his presence right now, yes? Some of us might be not. Listen, that's okay. Just a few weeks ago, the Lord told me, he said, Craig, you know what? Sometimes when you don't feel, it's even more real. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet believe. Amen? Because the fact is, he is. <laughs> Jesus is. Sometimes you might not feel the sun, but it doesn't mean it's not there. No, man, it's there. Amen? So, Holy Spirit, we thank you for opening up these ears in the name of Jesus Christ. We command health and wholeness, just like that. Thank you, Lord, for opening those ears in Jesus' name. Thank you, Heavenly Father. And then, see, where is it? Where am I going? Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Where's my book? Oh, there we go. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. And then, and then here we go. Those who have been like you, you have not been in the sun, S-U-N, like you have not been in the sun, S-U-N, Jesus Christ. If that's you, we want to, by faith, show you that you've always been in the sun, and you're going to know and sense him, and he's going to free you up, and that cloud of despair and despondency is going to leave. If that's you, come forward. And let's minister. Let's pray. Oh, okay. You want some? Okay. And yes, thank you. She just reminded me. Yeah, I have some awesome. It's anointing oil. I mean, there's nothing, you know, but it smells awesome. And there's there's a scripture that says I uh, two days ago I woke up and read. It says, "Oil and perfume make the heart glad." <laughs> is that crazy? Is that crazy? That's Jesus. That's wonderful. Here, man, open your hand. Just, just rub it all over yourself and her. <laughs> Who wants some? Here, come on. Here, just, all right. And we're praying. Father God, we thank you for the oil of gladness, the oil of joy, Heavenly Father. Laugh. <laughs> oh, there we go. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Yeah, there we go. Thank you, Lord. You are so good. We're just following the leading of the Spirit. They just keep, here, here, just pass it around. Here, just, just, yeah, give me some. Just a couple drops will do you. There we go. Just pass that around and we'll see what happens. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for your goodness. For your goodness. I think a, a theme, what's really happening right now is, is this bubbling. You were designed to bubble over. Why? Because you're a fountain. You're a fountain of life. Jesus is in you, and he's the fountain of life, and he's bringing. Let's just pray. Father, I thank you. Is your husband? Yeah, yeah, there we go.
Thank you, Lord. So what's happening is the Holy Spirit is in you. Just bubbling. And so pray. Pray. And just worship God. Father, we worship you. Jesus, we love you. Thank you that you've equipped us. You've already filled us to overflowing. The disciples were continually filled with joy and the Holy Spirit. Continually filled with joy and the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Lord. And just look to Jesus right now. We're just ministering. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. He's bringing you into the sun right now. We thank you, Lord. I speak freedom, no shame. No shame in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Heavenly Father. And then if you just want prayer, man, come on up and let's just bubble over each other. Thank you, Heavenly Father. We give you glory, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Spirit, for more. More. I just felt as, uh, as Tamara was sharing earlier, I just felt like there were people that have had miscarriages of dreams, miscarriages in the spirit, whether it was like a business deal or something, you stepped out in faith, right? But the deal went wrong, and I just feel like the trauma of that is actually hindering you from stepping out in faith again. So I just want to invite you, if that's you, if it's, I don't, I don't know what it is, a business deal, something, you stepped out in faith, and it, it's, it's like it was miscarried, right? You didn't see that dream come to fruition. I just feel like God wants to just set you free from the trauma of that event because I feel like there are things that he's calling you to step out into again. He wants you to dream again. He wants you to dream with him again. So I just want to invite you to come forward. If that's you, we'll pray for you and we'll agree in Jesus' name. Hello. Hey. Hey, um, praise God. So what's happening now is the Holy Spirit is ministering, yes? Yeah? Just bubbling over. Maybe there's someone here you have not given your life to Christ. Just want you to know he hasn't come to judge or to judge you. He came to save you. He loves you. He wants you to just realize, yeah, you can't do it on your own. Yeah, you're a sinner. We all are, have been. And now you can have an advocate in Christ Jesus. He died for you, rose from the dead just for you. He is the one who gave you life. Matter of fact, you exist, move, and have your being in Jesus. It's just that you are not joined to him yet. So if you have not given your life to Christ, repent, which means change the way you think about God. He's not angry with you. He's not wrathful towards you. He's patient and kind, and he wants you now. He wants you to come into his heart. He wants you to surrender your life to him. Take up your cross, deny yourself, and come after Jesus. That's the only life that will ever last. Only Jesus has immortality. Everything else will lead to death and destruction. If you want Jesus and you have not given your life to him, then come here right now and let's celebrate a new life. If you have not given your life to Jesus Christ, he is the way, the truth, and the life.
No one comes to the Father who is in heaven except through him. He loves you. He wants you. But he bids you. Admit it. We're a sinner. And the only way out is Jesus Christ. He's the only one with life. If you have not given your life to Christ, the very God who's given you life, then come right now and let's pray and let's feast on his presence. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Heavenly Father. <clears throat> Thank you, Father God. Who's suffering through with my, uh, migraines? Who has a migraine thing going on? You? Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ, you have to go now. Simple as that. You can't reside in this daughter's body. Spirit of uh, uh, frustration, too. You have to leave. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your lightness. Thank you for your ease in her mind. <laughs> in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. And we speak peaceful sleep. Peaceful, restful sleep in the name of Jesus Christ. Ooh! Oh! Oh! That's gone. <clears throat> we thank you, Lord. No more migraines in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We praise your holy name. You are good, Jesus. We thank you for a life of wonder. We thank you for your splendor, God. Thank you for your glory, Heavenly Father. Thank you, God. God, for all of these seated, Heavenly Father, I pray, God, would you visit them in the nighttime? Would you visit them with dreams, God? The businessmen and women, give them strategy, Heavenly Father. Kingdom strategies, how to do business with kingdom ideas and kingdom influence, Heavenly Father. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord, for the moms here, for anointing them with healing power. Extend your hand, O oh Lord, over them to heal and to teach their kids to move in the Holy Spirit. We thank you for that grace, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for boldness, Lord, in Jesus' name, for those who have been battling a little too much meekness, Heavenly Father, to the point where they're scared. We thank you, God, that the righteous are as bold as lions. Amen? And that's you. The righteous is as bold as a lion. And we thank you for boldness, Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name. Boldness, Lord, totally wrapped in compassion and grace. Thank you, Lord. More, Lord. More Holy Spirit. <clears throat> we give you glory, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Do we have to make an announcement about anything? Do you want to feel like you're done? Not done, but I just don't want to miss any kids or like if these people, if they want to go, they can. Right, right. Okay. Um, I just wanted to share um, that during worship, the Lord reminded me of something that I'd forgotten. I'd uh, had a miscarriage before um, my first daughter. And it was really early, super early. We, you know, I only, we only knew that we were pregnant for like several weeks. But, but the Lord said, you have a son, and his name is Canaan. And Canaan is the promised land. And that nothing, no promises of God can ever be revoked. No promises of God can ever be aborted. So I just want to, you to just be encouraged that if you're dealing in a season of loss or a season of failure, that there's still the promise. There's still the promise, the promise of God, the promised land, the promised land that we just have to have the eyes of Christ, the mind of Christ, and we can see the promise. We can see and take hold of the promise. It is truly irrevocable. Yeah. Well, Lord, we just agree with that. And we can just ask in Jesus' name that your Holy Spirit would just, you are the promised land, God. 
you're you're it, Lord. You're you're the promised land of all that we have, and God, that we just desire to just be with you in your presence. And so, Lord, we agree with that, God. That God, even just the things that we prayed for, even today, God, the the things that maybe plans and dreams and things we've been praying for people up here that have have been laid down or aborted or whatever that has looked like, God, I just pray right now, resurrection into that promised land, God, into the goodness. It doesn't mean there, obviously there was battles in the promised land, but God, you were with them, God. You you walked with them, and God, we thank you that you're going to walk with us. Lord, you walked with Craig, Lord, through that depression and brought him out, God, and God and gave him laughter for the body. God, thank you that you do that. And so, Lord, we thank you and bless you, and we agree with that. In Jesus' name. We're just going to keep ministering, guys. So feel free to, if you need to leave, feel free to leave. Craig just feels like there's some more things that we're going to be ministering to. So you're not going to offend anybody if you need to get up and leave. Uh, but just stay with us. might seem crazy or whatever, but there's God transactions that are happening. And, and we feel like there's a few more that need to take place. So uh, if you haven't gotten your kids, make that transaction first. Uh, if you if you have, feel free to just keep keep flowing. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You are good, Lord. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. We worship you, Lord. We magnify you, God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. <clears throat> Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You know, this is crazy. I don't, I don't think I've ever done this, but if you have a, a situation with a tooth that you would love the Lord to take care of, just to heal. Just raise your hand. If you have a situation with a tooth that you want the Lord to heal, keep it up. And then, and then if we could have some people just come around those people and let's just pray. Doesn't have to be me, just if you feel the Lord leading you and we're brothers and sisters. If no one comes to you, keep your hand up. And we're just going to pray and believe because Jesus can do anything, man. Is it on your right or left? <laughs> okay, got it, yeah. I'm just going to put my hand right here. So, Father, we thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for restoration, Heavenly Father, for fixing whatever's going on in there, Lord. We thank you for your healing power. In the name of Jesus, we speak, we command, we ask, and we thank you, God, for new teeth, God, new structures, Heavenly Father. If there's any kind of need for root canal, God, thanks for fixing that right now. In the name of Jesus Christ. For restoring his teeth, Heavenly Father. We thank you for your glory. Yes, God. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. We give you glory, Lord. Amen. Amen, man. Thank you, Lord. Keep, keep, just keep basking in that, Lord. Thank you, Father, for your spirit. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for new teeth. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. And as we're continuing on, we just do want to, if you want to, we didn't take up an offering in the service, but there's a basket back there. If you want to give to Akua Ministries, the things that they're doing, if you want to sow into them, there's a basket back there. You can make the checks out to Dwelling Place, and we'll make that transition. Or, um, but I just encourage you, if you want to give to the, that ministry, feel free to do that A basket the, in the basket as you're going out. If you want to make it Dwelling Place, Christian Fellowship, make a check out and then put Akua. I don't know how you spell that, but Akua. How do you spell Akua? A-K-O-U-O. A-K-O-U-O. Just put something like that on there. We'll get it to them. So. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. It's just you and him. Run 
Father, we're believing for these teeth, God, that is, even as Craig called them out, God, whether that's nerve damage or they need to be filled or, Lord, whatever that looks like, we just agree. God, just supernatural, God. Just, Lord, I know you can give fillings and teeth. You can give uh, supernatural root canals, Lord, whatever that looks like for these men and women. We Children, Lord, we pray right now, freedom. Freedom for these mouths to, to declare and to speak. Lord, even that pain that's been causing pain throughout the rest of their body, even from that one tooth, God, we ask in Jesus' name be released right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. 